I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Welcome back to the Kate and Mike Show. This is, or welcome, excuse me, let me start over. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. If this is your first time, if this is not, welcome back. Hi. This, this is Mike. This is Kate. So. Wow. What's been going on? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we are recording this on Thursday evening, March 19th. Which is four days into our schools here in Maine being closed down. And the entire country has been shutting down basically. Yeah. In the last four days. So we just wanted to record an episode relatively quickly because in all honesty, I'm actually sick. I do not have coronavirus. Just FYI. I just call it the Corona. Who's got the Corona? But we're just sort of coming back or I'm coming back after a couple of days of being in bed. And yeah, we just wanted to send you send you some love. Which is not, well, let's just talk about you for a second. Like what you're going through is not unusual. What do you mean? You have a thing, like yes. people are asking me if you're okay. And I said, well, yeah, Kate's just doing the Kate thing. And this is what I have called it now where it's like, if something is transforming or there's something happening, there's a lot of times where your body like kind of tells you to like chill out and forces you to. Yes. I am a very psychosomatic person. So if I'm undergoing some sort of emotional transition or shift or upgrade or stressful situation, I will often get sick. So I don't get sick a lot no, by any means. We're an incredibly healthy family, but yeah, I have been sick the last couple of days mm -hmm. and Mike's been a total rock star caring, ba basically. caring for the girls and letting me just be in bed. And it thanks, has, it thanks has, for uh, calling me a rock star. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So I know that folks are, you know, I don't know what you're experiencing in your corner of the world. I know for us, there's been a bit of a roller coaster. Just first of all, logistically, it's hard to have our kids home all day when we're also trying to run our business. In our company, we have been really slowing things down massively and just really realizing that like there's not an emergency and we're going to double down on loving up our people. But, you know, I think when I first when the schools were closing and like the intensity of this situation was first occurring to me, I was realizing I was like, okay, I want to like do something for our people and create something that will be useful to people. And, and Mike, you were so smart to be like, let's just really take space and not be reactive. And right. I can, I can share about that in a second. Okay, great. Right now I see a lot of people sharing free content, sharing free support. It's super beautiful. I love that. And I also just want to be the voice of the alternative, which is that if you are feeling tired, if you're feeling scared, 
if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, how many more days can I stay home with my kids or whatever your situation is, you don't have to show up and give all of your stuff away for free or do anything at all. I just really want to say that because I've never witnessed so many people going live on Instagram and live on Facebook and sharing free resources. And again, super, super beautiful. So I'm not saying don't do that, but I just, if you are feeling like that you should be doing that, or if you're showing up from any place of feeling guilty or obligation, just know that that's not going to be good for your system. And I would recommend, you know, just tending to your own needs first and then allowing what might need to emerge from you in terms of service to emerge organically from a well-tended, well-nutriented soil, not from a place of reactivity or frenetic energy or, oh my God, I have to get out there and serve people now, da, 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 because that kind of energy is actually not very healing. Yeah, I second what you're saying. You know, it's the I'll just read this because I think this is very relevant. This is from Ryan Holiday. He posted this today. He runs an Instagram account called The Daily Stoic. I think all this, I always have a funny thing with the Stoics because I feel like it's, I think the Stoics are a bunch of dudes. I could be wrong on this, but I always feel like everybody else was doing all the work and all these dudes just sat around and came up with all these amazing things. <laughs> so then they became the Stoics. So it's a funny thing. I don't know that much about Stoicism, but I've, I've read and noodled around it I a lot. I think you've just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So we uh, honor all these guys sitting around and yeah. But anyway, what he said today was actually very perfect for what we're talking about here. And I have, he said, how a Stoic stays calm while everyone else freaks out. Separate things into what you control and what you don't. Number two is focus on the smallest thing you can do right now. Number three is examine the costs of panicking or emotional reactions. And number four is have confidence in your ability to make the best of anything. So to kind of build off what Kate said is, yeah, we're seeing this a lot. And I mean, it's very easy as entrepreneurs and business owners to be like, oh, everyone's on their phones. Everyone's on screens right now. What can I do to take advantage of that situation? Let's get content and eyeballs. And it's this is a really kind of a weird way to look at things, especially in a situation right now with, with the coronavirus, how it's happening and what's taking over and people are dying and hospitals are running out and doctors are working like 24 hours a day. You know, our neighbors are two doctor, one's a nurse and one's a doctor that live next door to us. And they are not home at all right now during this time. Our, no, the neighbor who's home from college is watching their kids. Yeah. So they're in the hospital pretty much all day. Right. So I think what Kate said, I think is so they're most likely in our lifetime will never be a, a time like this again to stop and slow down. That is given this opportunity this isn't just like one country like a lot of times we experience this on a country perspective but this is like the world is resetting the world hit a giant reset button and we are reestablishing how things are going to go into the future now we can go down many different rabbit holes in this conversation which we're not going to i am just going to say mike and i have a lot of thoughts and that's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah. I If you listen to a recent podcast that we talked about our election in Maine, there's very much a lot of similarities to what's happening here. 
just like the marketing and how it's being communicated to the world. I just find it, and we can talk more about that in the future, but I just find it very interesting. Mm -hmm. And regardless of, you know, regardless of whatever is happening here, it is just really, really, really important to know that the media runs on fear. Their whole business model is selling us fear. Mm -hmm. Because fear is addictive. And it taps into most of us, all of us, Mm -hmm. on some level are traumatized by life and by the society we live in, which is really toxic. Not to mention adverse childhood experiences. You know, if you read about the ACE study, not to mention, you know, big T traumas, little T traumas. And on some level, being tapped into a 24-7 newsfeed of fear feels comfortable to us. It doesn't necessarily feel good, mm-hmm. but because of our baseline of unhealed trauma, it's what we know. So it feels normal. And so our whole media machine thrives on that. The number of clicks, the number of views, ad revenue. So it's just really important to screen what you're listening to, not necessarily from a place of is it true or not, but mostly from a place of how is this affecting my nervous system? Like, is this healing or is this hurting? And I know for me, if I am on my phone too much, it starts to feel toxic. And I'm not even on CNN 24-7, you know, Mm -hmm. even just in my Instagram feed or whatever. I recently, about a month and a half ago, took Facebook off my phone, not because I was finding it toxic, but just because I was finding that I would click into it and then have things I needed to respond to. And then I was doing a half-assed job of responding to them. So I decided to only use Facebook for the groups that are part of our programs in dedicated time when I'm sitting at my computer so I can be fully present. Because that feels much better to my nervous system than trying to respond to something while I'm like stirring dinner, you know, and the kids are crying or something, right? Which very real world scenario. (laughs) Not like I've ever done that. (laughs) Um, But just little, you know, we really have to, this conversation, this moment in our history is a moment where we can choose healing. And what's been fascinating to begin to read about is how healing this sort of forced isolation and keeping people home how healing it's been for Mother Earth. You know, reading about the dolphins coming back into the canals in Venice. I didn't even know there used to be dolphins in Venice. Like, that's so amazing. Reading about the profound decrease in pollution in China and how the decrease in pollution in China has been purported to prevent, you know, that it will prevent a certain number of deaths, which is actually higher than the The, number of deaths of from the coronavirus right so did that make sense what i just said yes okay there it's basically because we've slowed down it's better for the planet that's correct and that means there was there's been about three thousand deaths in china coming from the coronavirus now there's we're also here real world people like people are dying right and oh, from yeah. from this and also people are dying from a lot of other things every day from other things 
right? Like we had Laura McCallan on the podcast who's doing, for those of you that are here because of this. In Holly Whitaker, yeah. right? But I know for those of you, both of those two, I don't know what if Holly's doing this right now, but I know Laura is having sober meetups on the internet. And it's so beautiful. you can follow her on her Instagram account. And then she'll they give time and days of if sobriety is a thing that's coming up for you right now that's very triggering to go through this experience and you're having trouble remaining sober. So definitely you have there's help that's out there for you. You know, but just even the alcohol piece, I was so curious. I'm like, how many people actually die from alcohol in the United States? And it's 241 per day from alcohol in the United States every day. Wow. Just the United States. Right. So I was like, so let's just on average. Right. So wow, 241 people die per day just from alcohol. Right. So perspective into all of this i this is what keeps me a little grounded here to realize you know i I read a bloomberg article that came out that they've been studying all these cases of the people that are passing away in italy and 99 percent of them have something else going on with them 50 percent of that 99 percent have three or more like pre-existing conditions that's also here so now that doesn't mean like we're not down like i'm not saying these people are less than other people are healthy but it's like a perfect example kate said about the news and cnn this is where all of this is coming you know this is a perfect example one day at cnn these many people headline is like two thousand people in the united states have contracted coronavirus five minutes later breaking news tom brady is leaving the new england patriots like in the same freaking five minutes, right? Breaking news headline across CNN. Tom Brady is leaving the New England Patriots. And I'm like, how is that on the same level here? Right? Like it's, that's not even on the same ballpark. Well, people are obsessed with football. So I understand that. But like this, is, that's not the point. <laughs> you are correct. I'm just saying. No, no, no. You are 100% correct. And people in New England are obsessed with people. And I guess he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So yes, I have some hardcore Patriots fan friends who felt it was very insensitive of him to announce this news at a time like this well bill gates also announced he was leaving microsoft board at this time too so you know all in the same i know but people aren't obsessed with bill gates like they are tom brady no it doesn't like represent a region correct yes you know i mean it's different the new the new england it was more of an it's more an example of like let's talk about what is actually important here right during this time so Yeah, we just have to know that the mainstream media is fed by our fear. Yes. And fear is incredibly addictive, especially if you have a history of trauma. Yeah. That's do with that what you will. Yeah. But I really recommend like this is a great time for us to work on our nervous system healing. Mm hmm. And so here are some ideas that I'm going to throw out there. Mm -hmm. I haven't been doing a lot of this because I've been so sick, but. I want to talk about definitely this, but also for those of you who might be struggling with your business right now, too. We will talk about that to end this topic because it's, you know, everything's up in the air right now for, for many people. Yeah. Nervous system healing is everything. Because it is what turns on either our rest and restore feeling or our fight or flight. Fight or flight will cause illness and chronic stress causes illness. Rest and restore 
causes healing. So we just want to turn on our internal healing mechanism as often as we can. So some ways that we can do that are feeling gravity. So just noticing how you are being held right now by gravity, either your bum in your chair, your feet on the floor. Just notice the part of your body that is in contact with the floor or with the earth and notice that gravity is currently holding you. It's amazing. I'm just doing that right now. It's pretty cool. It feels really good. I've never really thought about that. So that's one. Breathing into your back lower ribs. If you need help locating that and feeling the space, I recommend trying it out first in child's pose. So you just get down in child's pose in you know the yoga pose. If you don't know what that is, you can just give it a quick search on the internet using DuckDuckGo or Ecosia. Not that you can't find child's pose on Google, but I just want to remind you all that um, Google is not a free form of all the information no. that's out there. Google is watching. So right now, use people. Ecosia or DuckDuckGo. You What's can up, make Google? it your default browser. And so just do child's pose and then breathe. And it's really amazing how you can access your back lower ribs in child's pose. And then you can just notice how that feels and practice breathing into your lower back ribs throughout the day. Shout out to my friend, Sarah Tacey Tangretti for teaching me back lower rib breathing. Really helpful. Another thing that's great is shaking. So all you need to do to shake is just shake. So you sh- shake your legs, shake your arm, shake your whole body, just shake, 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 shake everything you can for a couple of minutes. It is kind of exhausting in this beautiful way. And after you're done shaking, you'll feel so much better. So if you are in panic or freak out or anxiety or or depression, by the way, being sick in bed, I started going down a little wormhole of like, oh my God, I don't know how long I can take it having just, I sort of, I don't even know what the words were. It wasn't really words. It was just a feeling of darkness and the the walls closing in. And that feeling of depression really can be helped by shaking. So try out the shaking. And then one for me that really helps me is singing. Singing helps me calm my nervous system so much. So singing to my girls at night, singing in the car, just putting on a song and just singing, 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 singing. It is such a beautiful healing modality. You know, the vibration that goes through our bodies, the emotion, every time I sing and I have stuck emotion, it just helps me release and cry. And that's so useful. I think right now, you know, so much can be coming up for all of us emotionally. And it's a really good time to allow us to feel our feelings, to allow ourselves to feel our feelings because they will not kill us. And Mm -hmm. in fact, when we allow ourselves to feel them, it opens up a whole world of possibility that we don't have access to when we're not allowing ourselves to feel. Because when you don't allow yourself to feel, you are keeping your emotional reality at a very small middle range of blah. You're not feeling the highs and you're not feeling the lows. And your life gets very gray. But if you allow yourself to feel the depth of the fear and just not put words to it, but allow yourself to just tune into where is that feeling in my body? Like locate 
okay, I'm feeling anxiety right now. What does that anxiety feel like? Well, it feels like a tightness at the bottom of my rib cage in the front. Well, what color does it have? It's kind of like a dark brown. And what's the quality of it? Does it have a shape? Yeah, it's kind of like a cylinder. And what is, is it soft? Is it hard? Is it smooth? Is it fuzzy? Is it jagged? Does it have a temperature? So really asking yourself and getting into relationship with the actual sensation as opposed to the dramatization. And when we allow ourselves to feel the sensation of our emotions, we notice that they change really fast. And then we don't have to be afraid of our bodies anymore. So those are some central nervous system healing tips. Tips. Hot tips. Hot tips Uh, for your nervous system. Some things that I have found helpful is the Tapping Solution app that's out there. You can just find that at Tapping Solution if you just type it in the app store. I believe on both, you know, Android as well as Apple. Then they have a coronavirus anxiety tapping and that's very helpful. It was through our friends. They've had a 45. So people who do it have a 45% reduction in their anxiety. Yeah. And that's been getting a lot of activity recently. Shout out to the Ortners. The Ortners, the Ortner family. The Also, I, I did, really did this today and I kind of started yesterday. But like really walking around and being without my phone. So I would say Monday, Tuesday of this week. I was carrying that everywhere and kind of looking at stuff all the time. And I just felt really crappy by the end of the day. Honestly, midway through the day, it was like noon and I was really freaking out, kind of riding this wave of, you know, a little bit of what I shared earlier with the Ryan Holiday post where it was just, I wasn't handling myself well during that time. I could just tell by the end of the day. And then yesterday I was like, I'm just going to, try to be without my phone for most of the day. And so I'd go outside. That's helpful. And like check in, you know, later on things if you want to, you know, and just see where things are at. But the reality is like <laughs> numbers are going to keep rising, right? So it's like, do we, do I need to pay Until attention they to don't. that? Until they don't, right? They started declining. China had its first day yeah. with no new cases. Yeah. So this will get better. Oh yeah. Right. It's going to be a little rocky from here on out, but I think if we're just, you know, being present in the moment, like things, and then also being outside, I have noticed now, you know, I know our friend in Spain, they have like militaries walking the street and stuff. And so they can go to the grocery store and take the dog out. That most likely is going to happen into cities in the United States too. So there might be a time where it's like, oh, you just better go to the grocery store a lot. You know, it's like get outside and just get away from being stuck inside in the walls of where we're currently occupy ourselves. And just as Kate said, the I noticed that being even Penelope and Ruby and I were out playing in the rain today. And that was really nice. Like I was ready to be done. And so were the girls I could tell by the time we came in. But it was nice just to kind of be out there. And I went on a bike ride this morning, et cetera. And if you are feeling beginning to feel like helpless and hopeless, it is really helpful to just notice how nothing in nature has stopped. Mm -mm. Nature is not canceled. No. The turning of the seasons is happening. Today is the spring equinox. It's my birthday on Saturday. 
which has nothing to do with nature. But well, yes, it has. It does. But birth is nature. But like the birds are out. Yeah, the animals every, are yep. doing their thing. The little crocuses are peeking up. So if you need to be reminded, you An- know, just animals are loving it. Nature no is people. keeping on trucking. And I think Mother Earth is pretty psyched. So, you know, none of us actually, there are so many theories. None of us actually knows why this is happening. Really? Well, Mm -hmm. maybe somebody does, but I know we don't. But what I do know is that there are some positives coming from this. And my mom shared with me that Anne Ortley, who's an astrologer, shared in her message that we are all going into a cocoon right now and we are going to be coming out as a butterfly. And I found that so useful. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good transition to just talking about business owners during this time. You know, we work quite closely with 31 business owners in the Origin Incubator and the Origin Mastermind, and then also our Origin membership. So, you know, we've been in touch with all the various unique challenges in that group. And I know that that only scratches the surface on what's going on globally especially for our small business owners and brick and mortar business owners and the difficulties going on there. So I did want to say that there's a link that we'll share in the show notes, but there is a link on the U.S. Chamber of Commerce for different business grants and super low interest loans that people can apply for right now and a Facebook grant and some different things available for support. I have a friend who is an owner of several spas And she's had to shut down the doors completely, which means, of course, she can't pay her people. And that's a really intense situation. And I know, you know, it's just one story out of millions. Mm -hmm. So I did want to say that I found those resources helpful for those who are in a tremendous situation. I would also pay attention to the state of where you live. There are, I know New York State was talking about helping out small business owners as well as like not evicting people and something to do with the mortgages you know so just where the state you're living pay attention to the local news that's coming out check out the sba yeah because they are and it's not something you have to pay attention to like constantly all day you know just like reach out to people locally to say hey do you know where you can find out because there will be as kate said there's a hundred million dollars that facebook's giving away i find it kind of funny at the same time i'm grateful for them to do that but also you know the amount of money they've made off of data right in that so which i'm super grateful they are giving away so i signed up yesterday just to see what happens and they're going to announce it like the next couple of weeks but you can just just to be on the email list yeah just to like be on the email list yeah that's a good place to start and i know they're talking about rolling out to why i was so excited about andrew yang in the first place you know he's given a hundred a thousand dollars a month to individuals i don't know what that exactly looks like but i know they're talking about that right now i also know that our taxes are due to file april 15th but not due until july 15th they push them back yeah oh oh cool that's great yeah so that's what i heard yeah I hope I'm not spreading like false information. Yeah, I don't... Let me look it up. Just, we should find that information out. Also, I would say this is a... It's a challenging time for a lot of business owners. You know, we're not going to sugarcoat this. 
I have a buddy of mine I was talking to today that's been a yoga practitioner the whole shebang. And he's like, I am jobless, you know, and he's done a very good job of saving money over the years. So he's not. Yeah, it is. It's extended to July 15th. That's great. For payment. So you have to file by April 15th, but you don't have to pay your taxes until July 15th. That's awesome. That's cool. All right. So you got to look at. So after it's like, how are we going to survive here? Right. Like figure out. It's like, what do I need to get to the bare minimum of what the business looks like? It's like really look at the business in a very detailed structure. So that looks at looking at the finances. You're hopefully your bookkeeping numbers are up to date and look at what do you actually need to operate your company, right? So my buddy told me that his friend had a shutdown. He had a brick and mortar store and he had to shut it down and they're like literally closing the business. I was like, well, can he... Like, I know there's going to be a lot of incentives coming out in a very short period of time. So, is it possible just to pay the mortgage, like have enough in the savings to pay that for like another month to see what happens? Now, that's might not be reality for a lot of people. I know a lot of people, are, they've lost, they had, we had 5,000 unemployment claims filed in the state of Maine over the past three days. And that was more than the entire month of February. So, and this will, this is going to continually happen. So it's, it's looking at how we can maybe pivot relatively quickly with our companies in a way, right? If you got to take downtime, you got to rest, do that first. Okay. Because even if the place where you feel panicky that you need to pivot right now, it might be more beneficial is to literally stay in bed for two days and like read books and, and like read books and just like chill the F out, you know, and like really, as Kate shared, all those examples of resetting our central nervous system, because it is more important to come at this from a place of feeling calm and relaxed than it is to be in a panic, try to take advantage of the situation we're currently in. Like, that's what I was sharing earlier is like people trying to like figure out how to mess with the system in a way. But I wasn't talking about that at the beginning no, of the episode. No, 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 I was no, talking I about people who feel because more people in our community are going to feel like they should be showing up for free all right. day, every Correct. day. Right. That's and I different. was just wanting people to know, like, you don't have to do that. If you no. feel called, do it. But if you don't and you need to take care of yourself, please, please do that. Yes. Raw, uh, raw goddess are we've of course she's our been entrepreneurial podcast. soul coach yeah i had a session with her because i'm doing coaching with her right now and two days ago and she just said we're at a place that you decide what to do free or fee you say i'm offering these services for free to some clients and then i'm also going to charge for this you know it's like russell brunson who runs clickfunnels.com his book launched yesterday right like and he has whole funnel and everything. And he just like, well, guys, it's happening. And he's like really in his book launch video. He was like, I'm at home. Usually I have a team running my technology. I don't have any of those people right now. And I'm doing it. Like we are getting this thing out here. People need traffic. It's his books called Traffic Secrets. He's like, I need to get traffic. People need traffic to their websites, to their stores, to their businesses right now. And I am not going to stop doing like this is the direction I'm going. So I think to look at how you could pivot maybe your business in a way that you haven't thought about previously. But the way to really do that is to take this rest time that Kay was talking about. I mean, the world is shutting down and taking a giant rest. 
And we will come out of this new. A hundred percent. And so you don't have to pivot your business model today. Mm -mm. Also, you know, really be thinking about if you have enough in your life financially right now, think about the people who might not, you know, the people who have to show up at work in order to make money and can't go do that right now because they're caring for children or because their workplace was closed down or whatever. Can you still pay them? Perhaps, you know, there's some people in our life that we've chosen to still pay, mm-hmm. even though they can't actually do their job right now. Mike and I are in a position to do that. Mm-hmm. And so. But you- we made those decisions out of. We talked about it yep. and it did not come out of a because a lot of times this can also happen where we feel desperate to help people. Right. And that's also not a good place to be either. No. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it didn't come out of guilt. It came out of yeah, a feeling yeah, of like abundance. Yes. Um, you know, if you can order a meal once a week from a local restaurant who's doing takeout, think about doing that. You know, again, like everyone listening, you're going to be in a different situation, whether it's if you are at a total loss in your business and can't pay your people anymore, then no, this is not for you. You need to be thinking about yourself. But there Mm -hmm. are some of us who can be in a position of thinking about other people and how can we support them right now. When it comes to pivoting your business, I love what Mike said. I'm actually going to be leading our origin members through something we're calling the pivot. So origin presents the pivot in April. And what I'm going to be leading them through, and I'm also leading our incubator members and our mastermind members through this is really number one is take a financial inventory, like Mike said. And then number two is tap into your calling, tap into your mission. Remember, what are you here to do? Who are you here to serve is step number three. So your ideal customer avatar, who is your work really for? And then step four is what are the new needs of your ideal customers? in this particular situation. And then step number five is, well, how can I meet those needs if I can while staying in alignment with my mission and my purpose? Because what will happen is you'll see all the needs of the world. And if you're an empath, you will want to take care of everyone, but you cannot. Our job is to stay in our mission. If you need help with your calling, go get Ra Goddess's book, The Calling. Listen to our episode that we did with her and then get her book because now is not the time to be running all over kingdom come trying to help everyone. Now is the time to go deeper with the people you are here to serve in a deeper way because you will burn out if you are running all over trying to help everyone in ways that are not aligned with your purpose. But if you are helping the people you're here to serve in the way you're here to serve them, you will tap into a well of sustainable energy that you can't even believe and you won't burn out. Mm -hmm. You'll be reinvigorated by the work. So lastly, before we depart on this day, I can't even imagine what the world's going to look like on Tuesday. Like that's like what Friday, Five, five days from now, five days from now. 
Many of you, maybe, first off, for those of you that have, this goes to people with kids at home and a shout out to all the single parents with trying to navigate these waters with the kids at home. So just sending you a little extra love right now. But with our kids at home, I see a lot of people trying to do like the home. There's this guy I follow that talks about homeschooling and his kids. It's hysterical. And he posted today. It was like, everybody's like, oh, here's my structured organization for my kids. And he's like, at, you know, 8 a.m. is frozen. At 9 a.m. is animals too. At 1 p.m. is Lion King. You know, it's just like movies all day, right? It's like also to be flexible with, I feel like even the fact that like we've created these structures for our kids for homeschooling, et cetera, it also puts a lot of pressure on ourselves. And it's literally in this time, that's probably unsustainable, right? It's like, if you know a homeschooling parent, they're probably not schooling their child all day long, right? Like it's, no, I think usually it's, it's like a couple it's of It's like hours two hours max. a day, right? So it's like breathe with our kids and the past couple of days, Kate's been in bed and I've just been with the girls. And honestly, the girls are just playing with themselves a lot of this time. Now, in the afternoon, it gets a little more, you know, wonky. But in the morning, it's they can go a couple hours just being with themselves. And it's really relaxing. Like I'm there in the room reading a book or just hanging out and they'll come ask me for things. But it's like, let them, I'm just allowing them to lead the way. That's what I'm yeah. doing. That's not. We also have kids who are like that. Right. We have friends whose kids require are, are a little more supervision. So right. I really want to honor with that our, too. <laughs> with our children at home is to be, this is a place to be calm with them as well. Because if we're all jacked up and energized and wonky, like our energy's all over the place, our kids are going to reflect that in a heartbeat. And it is not helpful. Right. So it might be better just to lay down with our kids for the after we just all go lay in bed and just like read random books and just hang out for a couple hours. We could do that with Penelope. Ruby's a pain in the butt. She likes likes to stand on you and she she's good for like 35 seconds and then she just jumps everywhere. And then also with your you might be in a situation now if you have a partner at home that both of you would go to work or both of you would be in separate situations for a while. And now you're both at home and it's like, oh, wow, this is new. So what Kate and I did the other night. Welcome to our life. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our, hello. <laughs> You've entered our realm of the world, people. Is just be kind to each other during this, this time as well. Because even Kate and I have been doing this for a long time. And even we kind of blew up at each other two nights in a row this week. And then, and it was just like, but we went to bed. We like talked that out. Right. So we don't go to bed and then wake up still mad at each other in that form. Right. So it's just, it's, it's, it's giving ourselves love and kindness and breathing in the situation it is hard. This is challenging times. This is pushing all of our boundaries all the way around. Right. And just like all sorts of triggers are popping up all over the place. And even if you, you might have sick parents right? Or sick older relatives that are in your li lives or, you know, children or friends or family. Also, that's like, okay, if they get uh, this virus, you know, it could be really rough. And so, you're worried about that as well. So, there's a lot of factors that play into here. And it's just, it's the piece that keeps coming back to like slowing down. 
and one breath at a time, one hour at a time, one minute at a time. And I was like, today I was out with the girls. I'm like, Jesus, it's three o'clock. Like, is bedtime any oh, faster? I literally was on <laughs> FaceTime with some friends this morning at 8.30 a.m. And I was like, how is this day not over? <laughs> 8.30 a.m. I was like, oh, fuck. That was me Monday at 7.30. I had it at 7.30. I was like, yeah, yeah. They were The girls were up for an hour. And I was like, holy crap. Like, this day is going to rock my world. We really have to dig deep, folks. I also recommend laughter. We're in Grace and Frankie right now. We love it. It makes us laugh. Yeah. Really, like, we must, must nourish ourselves with laughter. Mm -hmm. Detach from the news as much as possible. You're not going to miss something if you log off for a day. And read a funny book. Read a novel read a memoir, read something nourishing, watch something funny, have a dance party. In many ways, this is what we've all been craving, just in a very different package. So I guess we just have to be here for the assignment because it's happening. I know it's what we need because it's here. Be kind, people. Take care of yourself. And take care of each other. We love you. Have a great rest of the day. Hey there, Do Less has been fully revised and updated with a brand new subtitle, which is a revolutionary approach to time and energy management for ambitious women. You can now pre-order this paperback version, which will be out April 7th, but when you pre-order it by April 6th, you will get access to a four-week virtual live book club with me the author. So all you need to do is go over to katenorthup.com forward slash book. You also get five other incredible bonuses, but that's how you can pre-order and get in on the book club. katenorthup.com forward slash book.